Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Good morning, 15 minutes after 7 o'clock. We're looking at 72 degrees. It is Friday, so we're not going to get upset about too many things, except the price of gas, inflation, the Ukraine, the Democratic Congress. But we've we've got uh, our Pepto-Bismol with us this morning, Gene Valentino. Help us out of here. (laughs) The shock treatments aren't working, Ted. Drink heavy, will you? (laughs) <laughs> got to do something. Gene, we've got the same crew we had last week. we got Stewie and Judge Zachary Vaughn, Michael's last day up in Maine. You reckon he's going to come back and support some liberal philosophy after being up there for a week? Well, that's an interesting point. Let's see what rubs off on him. I hope he comes back with a big belly of New England lobster, the best lobster in the world, and I think that's the only uh, positive thing I can say about some of their thinking <laughs> up there. Yeah, that's for sure. How's your week been? Well, fine, thank you. We've been busy. Um, a lot of little things going on. In I uh, just got back from Duluth, Minnesota. We um, uh, were up at the Ver- uh, Verijet. This is our jet company. We're up there watching the jets come off the assembly line. Uh, at the Cirrus Aircraft Company. Uh, boy, what an amazing process during even such difficult times uh, in, in the economy to watch such advances in technology still um, exist and uh, uh, hopefully propagate uh, further uh, throughout the United States during these difficult times. Uh, it was really quite an experience watching the a jet be built from stem to stern right before your eyes. Well, with all this gas prices and things going up, is this going to hurt that industry? Or there is, there is, it's hurting the large carriers more so because of the twin engines, the two jet engines required by law on each aircraft. Uh, they consume tw- twice as much fuel uh, as. Um, a single-engine charter jet would, the smaller line. So what's happening is, you, and well, you, you see it yourself when you're at the airport. You find a lot of the legs going to secondary market areas are being, um, yeah, the, the trips are being canceled or less frequent during the day. A trip you hope took only three to six uh, three to four hours ends up being eight, uh, an eight to ten-hour trip, ruining a whole day of your schedule. So a lot of uh, uh, alternatives are being looked at in terms of air air travel, and a lot of it's called the Part 135 uh, charter jet, private jet services becoming more economical. The jet's made out of carbon fiber. It's lighter, which means the thrust from the engine makes it move just as fast as the big commercial airlines uh, with one pilot, not two. So the cost of the overhead of flying is... Um, uh, much less expensive and therefore affordable to the private charter jet passenger. We're talking with uh, Gene Valentino, uh, Judge Zachary Vaughn with us, Charles Tilly as well. The judge was telling me coming over to the studio this morning, he stopped and filled up his truck and he went on total empty and it was over $80, is that right, son? $82.80. Well, you know, that's, 
that's going to correlate to a, a big problem. And, and what are the publications are saying over $6 by August? Is that really going to happen? Yeah, I uh, Judge, what did you pay per gallon when you it, went to get fueled up? Uh, 408 if I'm not mistaken. $4.80. Yeah. What, what's that down in your area? What, what's gas running? Well, it's a little, it's about the same. It, we, we're at about 404410 based on the on the gas station uh, itself. But, you know, isn't this interesting, Judge? It was just, a, uh, what is it, a year ago, a, yep. two years ago, when Biden took office, uh, it was uh, Trump left us with $2.38 a gallon. The good old days. It's, yeah. The good old days, right? It's now just, it, now it's um, uh, on nationwide average about $4.59 a it's, gallon. It's doubled. And oh, by it's the double. way, du- yeah, doubled. And then you got California at $6.06 a gallon. Boy, they got what they deserve. Yeah. 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 Well, what's the taxes on, like, in, in, either in your state or ours? So you're paying $4 for, for a gallon of gas. How much of that goes to taxes, either in your area or ours, if you know? Yeah, I do know it was one of my jobs on the Regional Transportation Committee, which I chaired in, in the panhandle of Florida as a county commissioner. You had uh, you have the federal tax associated with it, the gas, uh, which handles the federal highway system. That was about a four to six cents a gallon. And then at the state level, it varies from your state to mine and others, it was uh, between uh, four cents and fourteen cents a gallon, and then locally we had uh, a tax of about three cents a gallon, which was used to fund the mass transit system uh, uh, and certain local county-based highway repairs. But the problem was, uh, uh, you've got new technology coming upon us faster than fast, like our good friend Elon Musk. And uh, what's the tax per gallon on an on a Tesla? Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So your 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 energy that you're putting into the electric uh, electric powered vehicle contributes nothing to the federal, state, and local highway uh, uh, transportation maintenance and repair fund, which has been historically paid for by the gas tax at the local, state, and federal levels. So think about it. Every electric-powered vehicle in this nation pays nothing to maintain the roads, the bridges, uh, the infrastructure that they drive on. It's only your gas that you paid this morning and mine that um, that's paying for it nationwide. I was looking at this. I googled this, and it says Florida pays 19 cents a gallon in taxes, and uh, Mississippi pays uh, 18 cents a gallon. That's the cheapest I've seen. Uh, Missouri's 19 and a yeah. half. And, um, yeah, I, I, so it's and, really not that, that much in taxes. On no, it. well, that doesn't include the uh, the federal tax imp- uh, that that layers on uh, top of that. Yeah. And saying, if you're, ca- go ahead. I was just saying. I, I don't know. This just says you know. Just says gasoline tax on this and that, that's all yeah I, I don't know oh maybe okay. i mean i, I don't i don't well, know with it i just i just asked google that's all i did so <laughs> uh, but but gene this comes back to this cost of gasoline going up it's the cost per uh barrel you know that the crude mm-hmm. oil that's really raising the prices up taxes are probably virtually the same that they were two years ago when trump was in well office. that's it 
there were there is it varies from state to state, but there is <clears throat> excuse me a percentage rate, but then it 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 transfers to a cap. It will not exceed, which is what the judge just brought up. There's probably hitting the cap of nineteen cents a gallon, uh, uh, regardless of the price per gallon of gas. Mm. Wow. California's at uh, 51 cents, according to this, 51 cents a gallon. And uh, all your northern states, you know, New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania, they're all in the 40-cent range. Well, you know what? I say this all the time, though. When you go to gas and you went at 408 and whatever it was one year ago, in all probability, you're not making more money today than you were a year ago. No, no. You know, you're basically making the same salary, but yet you've got to pick up you know, your fuel cost is going up. It, uh, I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, for a firm true. like mine, it, it hurts me. I mean, I'm driving to Laurel. You know, i got to drive to Laurel today. I've got to go to, um, if I make a stop in Ellisville, I've got to go to Hattiesburg. I mean, I'll, I'll put 100 miles on my truck today. Well, I'm char- charging the same thing I charged before. Yeah. But, but look, yeah, I'm going to use a quarter of a tank of gas. Don't be surprised if you see future legislators, and if they do it fairly, it would be a fair a tax is to remove the entire gas tax structure as we've lived with for five decades right now and um, move to a fee per mile. Now, it means that your automobile will be transmitting some sort of mileage on January 1st and then the mileage tally on December 31st and all the miles traveled in that year become a tax based on a fee per mile that you drive versus what I drove. And we pay our fair share based on our use of the roads, which is what that tax is being used for to maintain that road. When we were on the, when I was on the regional transportation uh, authority for the panhandle of Florida, we were proposing that to the state legislature of Florida. It was considered but it was the federal highway system that was objecting to it as being inconsistent. Two different methodologies of taxation that were um, juxtaposed to each other. So, uh, but don't be surprised that the United States Congress, <laughs> once they finally get their act together, uh, the, turns around and figures out that this is what's going to have to be done if Biden continues to push for alternative transportation powered by solar and electric. Well, that's crazy out there. Let me ask you this, uh, Gene, you follow this pretty closely. We had primary elections last Tuesday, at least a first part of a primary election. Did we learn anything in that as the mood of the country or the power of Donald Trump or anyone else? Yeah, I think so. I think um, Trump's record of uh, one or two uh, mispicks or endorsements that didn't come through is against over 75 that he picked correctly is a pretty damn good batting average. And what I learned is that this, this is the Democrat surprise and an unintended consequence for them in their reckless behavior of the management of government. Uh, I think the citizens who are on their way to work right now and working hard daily like you and me, are fed up. And uh, so in the case of Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania, uh, yes, it's a close race and a recount, 
but he ends up being ahead, at least at this moment. And I think the recount will show that Oz will sustain his win. Uh, unless there is some perpetration of fraud that w- that is underway now with the ballot count, uh, ballot uh, recount. Uh, but let's see. I hope there's eyes on that watching for that. But I hope the citizens see that, I hope the world sees that the citizens are speaking up to give Donald Trump in 2024 the team around him he needs to effectively reverse course 180 degrees on all of the failures that the Biden, that Biden and his administration have perpetrated upon the American citizens since his uh, inauguration. You know, one thing that amazes me about Biden, we got a couple of minutes right here. Do you think he really realizes what's going on or he just lives in a fog and people actually tell him every day what's going on and what he needs to do? Ted, that's an excellent question. I don't know which is worse, it, it, whether he has mental incapacity, uh, uh, incapacitation that he is suffering from, or is it the cabal of cabinet members around him that are making lame excuses and covering for him in such an insulting way in their representation of inform- uh, of of testimony before Congress and the nation. I don't know which is worse. You know, I look at his appointments, uh, even down to his latest, his press secretary, and I I wonder, is this just a joke, or does they really believe that this is the way we should be going? I don't know. It's crazy. Well, they must be becoming aware of something that's being wrong, because they they just nixed, uh, or at least put on hold, this disinformation committee, and the goon who was uh, on deck to be running that uh, uh, effort as being looked at as a, a, a supercilious fool in the way she's singing her Mary Poppins routine on national TV. That's crazy out there. Wow. Uh, we, we, we have really come to a stage where even some of the woke uh, young generation is getting slapped in the face, losing rights and liberties, while they continue to push new vaccine mandates on us uh, from the coronavirus on 5 to 11-year-olds, I think they're about ready to wake up and say, our liberties have been uh, breached just about as much as I dare take. I think you're about to see a rebound, the likes of which we haven't seen uh, since post-Vietnam. Wow. Gene Valentino, thanks very much for being with us. We look forward again to next week. And you can learn more. Give us your website and other information. Thanks, Ted. It's www.genevalentino.com. Look for In the News and our Gene Valentino Truthcast broadcast. We'd love to have you comment on some stuff there as well. See you next week, friend. Best to everybody. Take care, guys. Take care. Bye now.